Hey there, thanks for joining us for the latest podcast from Resound Church. We really believe that together we are better, and our heart is to reach, send, nurture, and disciple people as they become all that God has intended them to be. You can subscribe to our content on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, or head over to our website, resound.church forward slash app, to grab our app, which will keep you up to date with everything going on. We hope you're encouraged by today's message. I ripped my mask off and I ripped the uh, microphone from my ear off as well. So anyway, thank you guys. That was awesome. Good morning. Can we have the lights up or are they coming up? That's great. Just so I can see who I'm actually talking to. So that would be good. Well, it's lovely to have all of you that are here in the building. Thank you for coming. It's great to know that you're online as well. And I hope and pray that you've already sensed the presence of God, whether you're in the building or whether you're in your home this morning. Because you know what? He's not restricted to a building. He's everywhere. He's there for you to reach out to, to um, like Katie said, you know, I loved it when she said, you know, the Holy Spirit's right there and we don't have to go and grab him from somewhere. We just have to allow him to move in our life and do what he needs to do. Over the last couple of weeks, we've been doing our series on the Holy Spirit. You know, the first week, if you're watching online, and hopefully you all did, if you haven't, go back and watch it. It was a really, really good um, sermon panel. I don't know what you might call it, but it was a great time of insight that Sarah led us about the Holy Spirit and what the Holy Spirit is, how we can move in and through our lives. And then last week, Trent spoke on the Holy Spirit. He spoke really powerfully as well about the leading and the hearing of the Holy Spirit. And, um, you know, I'm not sure if we agree that Nathan Thatcher is the Holy Spirit for those that watched it, but it was good that he demonstrated how the Holy Spirit's right there, can speak into our ear and begin to lead and guide us, yeah? All right, so this morning I'm going to speak on walking with the Holy Spirit and allowing the fruit of the Spirit out of our life. You know, um, when we are led by the Spirit, it means that we allow Him to take total control. It's the Holy Spirit who whispers in our ear. It's happening again. Sorry, I'll just fix it. You can tell I'm a little bit technology challenged. Um, You know, it's when we allow the Holy Spirit to come and lead and guide us and take 100% control that we allow him to speak into our hearts and our lives and say, is that a good attitude? Is that the way you should be being? Is the fruit of the Spirit flowing? Are you allowing God to have his way? So what does it mean to be led by the Holy Spirit? When we're walking with the Holy Spirit, it means being able to keep his presence with you. You can't walk with someone you do not know. You know, I don't know about you, but over the years, people say the longer you're married, the more you become like your husband or your partner. And um, I think to myself, I'm not sure if I want to become more like Wayne. (laughs) But the thing is, the more we get to know one another, the more a lot of times things come out of you from each other. 
So the more that we know the Holy Spirit, the more that we get to know who he is, what he can be in and through our life, the more we spend time with him, we talk with him. That's when we begin to get closer to him. And then it's in those moments that our life starts to change. Things get shifted. There are attitudes in us that God has, says, I don't like that attitude. And it's the Holy Spirit that goes, you better get rid of it. You know, this week, over this week, I'm gonna, it's confession time. Are you okay with the confession time? All right. Yeah, it's online. It's going to be out there. This is my confession. This week has been really, really tough for me. I have walked a tough week. I've walked a tough week with my knee. I've had a lot of pain in it. Um, I don't know. I've been going to the physio. You know, they say it's going really well. And then two days later, I'm like, yeah, it's not going so well. And then, you know, as a lot of you know, the journey with um, Michaela to get married and having to put the wedding off once and now, praise God, next week, she's going to get married and we are going to see that happen. Amen. But the truth is, there's been moments where I don't think the fruits of the Spirit have been flowing out of my body or my mouth. Michaela and I were painting. She's uh, picked up a bedhead, a bed, and some chests of drawers off Facebook Marketplace for free. And um, so we've been standing back repainting and I'm having a whinge. And she just turned to me and she said, enough. And I was like, how dare you? I'm the mother. I'm allowed to have an attitude. And anyway, the government needs to learn. And she just says, enough. And with that, I felt the Holy Spirit say, enough. And I was like, great, not only my daughter, but the Holy Spirit as well. It was like at that moment, I realized that the fruits of the Spirit were not flowing out of me. There was not joy, gentleness, all of the peace coming from my being. It was angst. It was all the things the Holy Spirit isn't. And I realized that I hadn't come into his presence. I hadn't come into the place with him and allowing him to come and minister to me and allow the fruit of the spirit to flow out of me. Let's look at Galatians chapter 5, 22 to 26, famous passage of scripture. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Oh, but what about if I don't want to be like that? And the Holy Spirit says, but this is what I produce. The closer you come to me, the more you have to allow me to take control, Ruth, to allow it to flow out of you. It goes on in verse 24 and it says, Those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to the cross and crucified them there. Since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives and let us not become conceited or provoke one another or be jealous of one another. See, this is the case with the Holy Spirit. If we're going to walk with him, we need to make sure we're having a close relationship with him. 
It is the Holy Spirit who brings into check our attitude and what comes from us. So since we're living by the Spirit, let's follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. This is a huge verse. This isn't something we take lightly. Since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our life. That means I have to let go of my attitude. That means that I can't just rely on my daughter to put me into place. Mind you, I thought about it and I thought, really, she has more right to be more angry than me. And here she is allowing the Spirit of God to flow out of her. And I was like, what a challenge. But the Spirit is the one that comes to whisper. Jesus said to his disciples, he was getting close to going back to heaven to be with his Father. Don't worry, I'm sending the comforter. The Holy Spirit's going to come. And when the Holy Spirit comes, believe me, you will be totally and completely different. You'll be changed. Your life will Go forward, you'll walk in an authority, you'll have um, the Holy Spirit checking you. It won't be Jesus standing there with Peter saying, get behind me, Satan. Suddenly it's the Holy Spirit who's saying, hey, come on, is the fruit of the Spirit flowing? In Romans chapter 15, 13, it says, I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. Paul in this verse again wants us to have the fruit of the Spirit, but says it can only happen through the power of the Holy Spirit. We can't do it in our own strength. The scripture says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can't do it without the Holy Spirit leading, guiding, directing me. You know, if we're going to walk with the Holy Spirit, it is simply allowing the Holy Spirit to do in us what God sent him to do. If I want to read this verse of scripture, Galatians 5, 22 to 23, which I just read, but I want to read it in the Passion Translation, the paraphrase, the paraphrase that it's written. It just says it in such an incredible way. It says, but the fruit produced by the Holy Spirit within you is divine love in all its varied expressions. Joy that overflows peace that subdues, patience that endures, kindness in action, a life full of virtue, faith that prevails, strength of spirit. Never see the law above these qualities for they are meant to be limitless. So if we take this passage of scripture and we look at it, what is it teaching us here this morning? The first thing, number one, he will produce divine love in all various expressions. When we have the Holy Spirit leading us, we can actually produce love that we didn't even know we had. In the natural, it's really hard to love someone who is putting up restrictions to stop us from being able to do things. Am I right? Right. But when we step into our lives with the Holy Spirit who comes to speak to us and check us, 
we then go back to the scriptures that we realize are in the word of God that says we're to honor those that are in authority over us. And then suddenly we realize, hang on a minute, I can be annoyed, but I can't allow myself to sin in the annoying. I need to be able to love unconditionally. I'm not sure if we can love unconditionally without the Holy Spirit being the dictator of how we love. So here in this passage, it says so clearly that he will produce divine love in all various expressions. That's huge. The next part of this, the second thing we learn from this, is the fruit of the Holy Spirit causes, causes joy that overflows. Joy is not a feeling. It's not, you know, okay, I feel joyful. We're allowed to feel sorrow. That's who we are. We are human beings. We're allowed to feel that pain in the midst of whatever it is. But it's the joy of the Lord that is our strength. It's the joy that comes from the Holy Spirit that can enable us to feel the strength to be able to rise up and go forward and continue to be all that God wants to be. I really should be wearing a mask because I am spitting so badly. But fortunately, you're all so far and at home, you don't get it. (laughs) But it's the joy that comes from the Holy Spirit. It's the joy that in the morning can enable us to get up out of bed and go, I know the joy of the Lord is my strength. The Holy Spirit gives me that fruit. He gives me it and enables me to be able to produce it and allow it to come out of my being. The next part of this, the third one, is peace, patience and kindness flows out of our being when we allow the Holy Spirit to have control. We can turn the Holy Spirit off. Did you know that? I don't want to listen. I know when I was standing back and painting and my mouth was going, I didn't want to listen. I felt really deep down that I shouldn't be like this. But I was feeling some, I don't know, it was feeling kind of good. (laughs) And then the Holy Spirit's like, no, that's not kind of good, Ruth. It's not right. He even used my daughter to bring me into check. And sometimes we need to be brought into check, am I right? Sometimes I know I'm making light of this situation, but I'm talking about in our everyday life. There are sometimes we allow things to come in and we turn the Holy Spirit off and we say, I don't want to hear you. I don't want you to tell me I can't think that way. I don't want you to tell me that I, that I can press into joy. I don't want you to tell me that I can press into peace, patience and kindness. I don't want to be kind right now. And he comes and he says, come on, Ruth, the fruit of me that flows out of you is the fruit of the Spirit. And if you know me and if you're walking with me and you're allowing me to have total control of your being, then come on, press in, press into it, go deeper in it, go deeper, cry out for it. 
Cry out for the peace. Cry out for the patience. Cry out for the kindness. Lord, help me to think before I speak. That is something Wayne tells me to do all the time. (laughs) Give me the words, Lord. What, first things come? No, Lord, I don't want to speak like that. So then we find ourselves speaking with kindness or patience with a peace that flows. The fourth thing in that passage of scripture is faith. Faith prevails. The Holy Spirit is the one that enables our faith to grow. It's by faith. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. It's faith. It's faith that we can press in. It's faith that we can go, Holy Spirit, I know you're with me right now. I know whatever situation I'm going through, you're going to be there for me. Give me the strength. Give me the ability. Give me what I need to be able to continue to do what I do every day. I want to live by your spirit. I want the world to know that you exist because of what you are in me. I don't want to put you and compartmentalize you. I don't want to take you you Holy Spirit and put you over here and only use you when I need you. I want you to have total control. I want you to lead me. I want you to guide me. I want you to do whatever you have to do in my life to be the instrument that people go, I want what she's got. I want it. I need it. So how do we keep growing our relationship with the Holy Spirit for the fruit to flow? We keep growing in our walk with the Holy Spirit by understanding what he likes and dislikes. The first thing the Holy Spirit likes is obedience. In Galatians 5.25, since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. The second thing he likes is to live a righteous life. Galatians 5, 16 to 17, these won't come up. Throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, let the Spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Don't you love it? Don't you love the scriptures? Don't you love it when you're like, really? And you pick this word up and the Lord goes, here it is. Take it like medicine. But the reason it's in here, the reason it's so powerfully in here is for us to be able to live our lives with peace, patience, kindness. The things that we want, we don't want to live our lives with anguish, anger, hatred, jealousy, malice, pride. All of those things that don't come from the Holy Spirit, they come from a sinful nature that we need to say, Holy Spirit, I don't want to live like that. I don't want to be like that. I want to lay it down. I want my life to be yours and yours alone. I want to be led by you. I want to be the one that can walk with you talk with you and listen and do what you're asking me to do. Because it's when the Holy Spirit says, hey Ruth, go and love on someone. Come on. But they weren't very nice to me last week. Who cares Ruth? Just go and love on them. Come on, you said you want to live with me? (laughs) You want to be led by me? Then listen to my voice and do what I say. 
Stop ignoring me. He likes us to live by the fruits of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness and self-control. So what's the purpose of walking in the Spirit? The ultimate purpose of walking in the Spirit is to do the work of the Father. The Holy Spirit doesn't just benefit our lives, but it benefits those around us. When we're living by the fruits of the Spirit, when we're allowing the fruits of the Spirit to flow, I don't know about you, but people want to be around you. When you're bringing out the joy, I'm not sure how I've gone this week, to be truthfully honest. Even Wayne said to me, come on, you've lost the joy. And I thought, that's because I haven't stopped and allowed the Holy Spirit to have control. I've actually taken my own life back into my hands and I've said, this is how I feel. This is what I want to feel. But the minute that I stopped and allowed the Holy Spirit back in, it doesn't change the circumstances and I'm still annoyed but it definitely changes my attitude that says, you know what, God, I'm throwing it back up into your hands. I can't do anything about it. All my ranting and raving and carrying on is not going to change it. I just need peace in this situation. I need your presence in this situation. I need you to come into this situation. And I'm throwing it back up to you. And I'm saying this is for you to take control and just enable me and lead and guide me to live in accordance to your word. Let the fruits of the Spirit flow from my life. See, in Mark 16, 15 to 18, I'm not going to read it to you, but this is the Great Commission. It was when Jesus said to the disciples, he's sitting with them, he's about to go back to be with his Father in heaven, and he turns to them and he says, Hey, guys, I'm going back. Don't worry, I told you, remember, I'm going to send the comforter. He's going to lead and he's going to guide you. He's going to do those things for you. But you have a responsibility now. Go into all the world and make disciples. Go and lay hands on the sick. Go and do the things that you need to do. But remember, you're not doing it in your own strength. Remember, you don't do it out of your own life. You don't do it out of your abilities. You're leaning on who I am giving you the comforter. It's in the moment in the upper room that we know in Acts where the Holy Spirit comes and engulfs them, empowers them. They speak in other tongues. Something dramatically happened. And it was from that moment that the church grew, the believers grew, the persecution was there. Things were happening. It's because of the Holy Spirit, the fruits of the Spirit could be poured out in Peter when they were in prison and Paul when he was in prison that they could realise and hold on to and know that the joy of the Lord was their strength in the midst of their difficulty. It was through the writings of these apostles that could actually write this stuff to us all these years later and say to us, hey, you know what? The fruit of the Spirit are these things. If you press into the Holy Spirit, then watch and see what will flow out of your life and watch and see what I will do. 
So do we want to be weak? I don't. Do we want to be Christians that sit back? I don't. Do we want to be people that can rise up in the midst of whatever is happening in our world and say, you know what? I had the Holy Spirit with me. Nothing's impossible with my God. Nothing cannot happen. In the name of Jesus, I pray these people are healed. In the name of Jesus, I pray attitudes are changed. In the name of Jesus, I thank you that you're in control. And Holy Spirit, I thank you that you have my life. And you've got it. You've got it. You've got it. Can I have the team back, please? How we are filled with the Holy Spirit. How are we filled with the Holy Spirit? When we are saved, the comforter is given to us. But what happened to the apostles in the upper room was the tongues of fire came and rested on them. When they were filled with the Spirit and spoke in other tongues was when they saw incredible things happen. For us, the purpose of our lives is to live as Christ would have us to live. The easiest way to do this is to allow the Holy Spirit to have control of your lives. If you're at home today and you're listening to this message, whether you're listening live now or whether you're going to be listening later on in the day or throughout the week, allow the Holy Spirit to have control. Don't just sit back. Don't just think, oh yeah, this is a nice show. This isn't a show today. This is God moving powerfully. This is the Holy Spirit coming to speak to you in the room today. The Holy Spirit speaking to us and He's asking us to rise up. Rise up as an army. Rise up and be who He's called us to be. Rise up and allow Him to lead and guide us and take us to a place where we haven't been before. I want to see souls. I want to see lives change. I want to see things happening. I don't want the status quo. I want the move of the Holy Spirit. I want to feel His presence. Our relationship with Him is not dependent upon a feeling, but He will come and touch our hearts and our lives. Maybe you're struggling. Maybe you're struggling with allowing Him to have control. Maybe you've noticed yourself being bitter. Maybe you've felt yourself going I can't love this person maybe you've felt yourself going God I don't want to do this anymore let him back in let the Holy Spirit in let him in right next to you let him come and touch you do something fresh in you because that's what he wants to do when he says go we go When a difficult situation hits, we allow the fruits of the Spirit to flow. Maybe this morning you want to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Maybe you haven't spoken in tongues. Maybe you haven't understood it. Hey, we're here to talk more about it. 
We want people to understand how incredible this gift was. Jesus didn't just say it for no reason. He didn't just say to the disciples back then, oh yeah, well I'm going, but you know, I'm sending this comforter. If you want to take a hold of him, great. If you don't, leave him on the side. You know, it's just there if you need it. No, he said, I'm sending the comforter. And when I'm gone, the comforter is going to come upon you. And you're going to do greater things in my name than even I did on the earth. And when you press into him, he won't just be near you. He will be in you and enable you. Whoa, what a gift. And this is a gift for all mankind. It's yours. It's yours as home today. Maybe you haven't been filled with the Holy Spirit and speaking other tongues at home. And you're like, I want that, Ruth. Get on your knees at home. Get in your bedroom. Start crying out. I want to share a quick story. My friend, um, back years and years ago, she came to our church in Berwick and she was this beautiful lady. She had two boys and um, she walked in and she didn't know Jesus. And I had the privilege and the, and the great opportunity to lead her to the Lord. Anyway, one day we were talking about the Holy Spirit. I was doing this thing called Christianity Explained with her. And we talked about the Holy Spirit. Well, she went home. Her husband wasn't saved. And she went home and she really wanted the Holy Spirit. She goes, I want it. I want the Holy Spirit. Anyway, she's in her room and she's crying out for it. And suddenly the Holy Spirit came upon her. She began to speak in other tongues. And she was down on the ground. She'd been praying and she's just lying there. And the Holy Spirit's upon her. She's speaking in other tongues and she couldn't get up. She couldn't move. And she's like, I can't get up. The next thing, she hears her husband coming in through the door. And she's thinking, he's not saved. He's going to think this is crazy. She's there. She's speaking in tongues. And she's like, oh, Holy Spirit. Suddenly she goes, I I got it. I got it. Thank you. Can you let me up now? (laughs) And all of a sudden, she got up. She greeted her husband. And from that day, She knew the power of the Holy Spirit was with her. It's yours. It's just a gift for you to ask for. If we have been filled with the Holy Spirit, come on. Are you using your heavenly language at home? Are you relying on him? Last night, my knee was really bad. I was sitting up on the couch. And all of a sudden, I just started to speak in tongues over my knee was like, oh God, I've got no words. Just started to speak in tongues. It's there for you. So why don't we rise to our feet right now? If you're at home, don't switch off. Because right now I want to pray. I want to pray for a move of the Holy Spirit. If you're there and you're saying, Holy Spirit, will you come and touch my heart? Will you come and touch my life? I need some attitude changing. I need some tweaking. I need you to be in control. I surrender. Then surrender this morning. If you're at home, surrender this morning. If you're watching this later, surrender and allow the Holy Spirit to take control.
Come on, let's pray. Holy Spirit, I thank you. I thank you that when we walk with you, when we talk with you, when we allow you to have total control of our lives, that the fruit that you produce comes out of us and can make a difference to all mankind around us, that we can see this world change because of the Holy Spirit, you operating in and through us. And so this morning I pray, whether we're in the building or whether we're watching online, I pray right now, Holy Spirit, sweep across us afresh. Sweep across us and do something powerful in our lives. Come and touch our hearts. Come and touch our lives. Lord, I thank You that we can call on You. Holy Spirit, we call on You right now. We pray that You will sweep over our nation. Holy Spirit, I pray right now You'll sweep over the nations of the world. And I pray that the believers will rise up. We will rise up in your fruit and we will go out and we will do what you're asking us to do. And it is by the fruit that they will know we are saved. It's by our fruit that flows that people will understand who you are. Lord, we're desperate for more. We're hungry for more. We're hungry for you to do a greater thing in and through us. Come, Holy Spirit, I pray. Come. Lord, if people are wanting to be filled with the Holy Spirit right now, I pray, will you come and just engulf them and enable them to know right now that you have given them that gift that you talk about in Corinthians. Thank you for it in your precious name. you've got any questions about the Holy Spirit, can you please come and see us? Send us an email. We'd love to connect with you. We'd love to have a greater conversation. Don't just sit back and go, oh yeah, that's nice. No, ask. Ask questions and just interact with us. But this morning, if you're in the building and you'd like us to pray for you, If you'd like us to pray for the Holy Spirit to come upon you in a greater way, if you've been struggling and you're like, Ruth, I just need a touch from the Holy Spirit, we're going to open up this front of the church. We're not in a hurry. We don't have to go anywhere. Please come and we want to pray for you. If you're at home, can you reach out to Mon in the chat and you know she can privately message you. We can connect with you. We can pray with you. We can do whatever it takes for you to know that the Holy Spirit is there with you and again he can come and encompass you as well we're here but if you're here in the building the front is open hey if you want an encounter you want to feel him you want to know he's there with you then don't miss the opportunity god bless you Hey, what a great message. Thanks for joining us here at Resound Church. We pray that you've been encouraged through the message and that you've grown just a little bit closer to God. While you're online, why don't you head over and give us a like on Facebook or Instagram or check out our website at resound.church. You can subscribe to our content on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or head over to our website resound.church forward slash app to grab our app, which will keep you up to date with everything going on. Well, don't forget next week, there'll be another amazing podcast here to listen to from Resound Church. We hope you join us then.